Hello and welcome to Not Your Every Show. This is Lydia. And I'm your host, Tishon. And we're back with another episode. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Make sure you grab a chair, have a seat at our table, and just be here as non-judgmental as possible. Like I said, we're not going to judge you. Don't judge us. This is a safe space for everybody to just open up and discuss any and everything. This is the last weekend for Black History Month, and I want to start by recognizing um, another one of our great leaders and um, African-American heroes. Um, I want to honor today Cicely Tyson. Um, She was a really great woman, um, American actress. She was a fashion model. Um, She did more than over 70 years of service in her career, like to be one of the longest that I've seen, like even people that's older than me. I mean, she was doing her thing back in the day, like until now, even the young ones have movies and things that they can watch on Cicely, uh, with Cicely Tyson in it. Um, she was born December 19th, 1924, long, long, long time ago. She, she lived a very long life. And unfortunately she did pass January 28th, 2021, uh, rest in power. Um, Cicely Tyson was definitely um, a hero to me. I would say just inspiration um, as yes. a Black African American. She definitely inspired me. Like I said, with over 70 years in her field, it's just amazing. Like It is. It is. Everything. Yeah. So, like, Tish, I mean, did you... Did you like her? I mean, I'm not gonna say oh. I'm not gonna ask you that because I'm pretty sure you did. But. Right, right. That that'd be a that, disrespect at the most. Like yeah, because she because who don't like Cicely? I right. I loved her like legit. I I was just talking about this um probably in because let's see I started watching Mama Flores Family. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's the made-for-TV movie with her in there starring her as Mama Flora. And I just was watching it. I was like, man, I love watching Cicely Tyson. Like, she's one of my favorite just to listen to and hear her voice. I I like the way her voice sounds. I like the sound of it. Mm -hmm. So I watch a lot of her movies. Like, when she was in Miss Jane Pittman, I didn't even know that she was young. When I was a kid, I was like, this old woman, and then, like, it felt like my whole life she was an older woman. Obviously, yeah. I didn't learn that she was 96 until, well, in her 90s until, like, two years ago. So, and I was just like, dang, I, I knew she was older, but I was like, I feel good knowing she's still living. Um, right. And then a couple of months ago, I was like, man, it's going to be a sad day if something happened to Cicely. Like, I'm glad mm-hmm. she can say. And I was watching an interview of her talking about, um, I never would have dreamed I was gonna live this long, and I was just like, "Oh, mm-hmm. look at look wow. how I when I say I was a dedicated Cicely Tyson fan, like I just legit was, because I, I just I just loved her. I'm like, she's everybody's yeah. grandmother, everybody's mama, just just the perfect actress in her mm-hmm. her spirit. Like when I watch interviews of her, they were talking about one of the interviews that I have saved in my YouTube sleep playlist because like I said I love her voice I just like the way it sounds and it puts me right out mm-hmm. um, and she was they was talking about like you've always you're one of the person who always use your platform to stand on certain issues and right. one of the reasons I find her so impactful and I'm 
trying not to drag this out, but one of the things I found her the most impactful is when she said that she would never take a role that demeaned African-American women in our experiences in any way. Like she just would not take a role that didn't show black women being well-respected or, you know, admired in some form. So Mm -hmm. all her movies reflect that same energy about her. I mean, even Miss Jane Pittman. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. Eat, yeah. I mean, if Mama Flores family, she's she's this uneducated, um, older black woman, um, who's doing all of these heroic things with a very low education, and she's just doing the best she can, you right. know, in life. And it, I just feel like knowing that that was something like one of her platforms and one of the right. things that she stood up for. I was like, man, I would yeah. love to meet her one day. And even when I was like wanting to be an actress, I was like, I'm going to yeah, act in she, the movie. She's going to be there. It's going right. to be so cool. Yeah, she was definitely always one of the ones that, um, like, as she got older, she, you, first of all, you would never know when Cicely was going to be in the movie. So when you was watching the movie and you seen her, you would be like, oh, shoot, it's about to be good. Everybody sit down, right. everybody be quiet. So as she started getting older in her career, when they would put her in the movies, like every year she was like doing a movie, like every year, like in her last few years, she was always doing something. And every year I would be more and more happy that she, that she wasn't gone. I'm like, dang, she is just pushing on and on and on. And like mm-hmm. you said, when I found out she was in her 90s, I was like, dang, man, she she going to be over 100 in these movies. Yeah. But she still, and she still was good. And I was happy every time I see her. I'm like, dang. She in another one, you know, in another one. Every year she was always in another one. She took me all through middle school, high school. (laughs) She did. She She took us through our whole childhood. Well, actually, yeah. Especially us, our whole childhood. Yeah, all through our childhood. Man, it's that's that's what I mean. How you just said Mm -hmm. she's still doing, she's gonna be over a hundred. That's what I thought. I'm like, yeah, she's going to be over a hundred. She's definitely a legend. She's a legend. Yeah, and she I won't think, be forgotten. Yeah, and I think Cicely was one of those ones that did everything that they wanted to do. Like, she she accomplished her, all her dreams. I mean, she did everything. She lived she lived a complete life. I mean, we don't know what was going on behind closed doors, but I really think Cicely lived a very complete life. From the fashion to the movies and everything. So, rest in power, Cicely. Definitely. Right, right. So, um... We're going to go ahead and get into our next topic. We're going to talk today. Um, this is a very touchy one for me. Uh, we are talking about mental health today. Um, Tish, if you want to go ahead and jump right into our next topic. Like I said, it's touchy, so mm, I'll prepare mm, myself. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, listeners. Um, and I say that, you know, with a grain of salt just because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys, this topic, it kind of... It, it was it was good that we got this, you know, this conversation, that we're having this conversation. So our topic today is going to be about narcissistic behavior and what is narcissistic personality disorder, which I'm going to be asking you guys, when you research a topic, you learn things you didn't know that you mm-hmm. didn't know. So I'm just going to read this directly from Google. This says narcissistic personality disorder, a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. Narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men, 
The cause is unknown, but likely involves a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I'm not one to speculate, but for me, when I thought that, when I think of, you know, a narcissist, um, or whenever I'm like saying somebody's, you know, a narcissist, I hate that now I feel like I've been saying that and not acknowledging that that is a legit disorder. And it's almost like, um, making fun and I don't like to do that. So when I did my research and I was learning that this is something that, you know, people are suffering with, I was like, Oh, uh, right. I kind of been making light of it. Cause all I, I've been using it as, yeah, I, it's matching the definition kind of like if somebody is full of themselves or if they're just doing something where, you know, they're just filling themselves a little bit too hard. I'm like, man, you know, you, you're being a narcissist, <laughs> you know, that, that'd right. be what I would say. Now it's like, that's even, I just like chuckled. It's like, I, I would say it, you know, jokingly. And now it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's, that's a serious condition. And it's so serious that I was even on TikTok looking at people, you know, beat this down to say it's, you know, I'm really trying not to be this way. And it's, I can't help it sort of deal. So, um, Lydia, tell me your thoughts. I just read the definition. Right. Well, yeah, the definition, I mean, it it definitely lines up with what I, what I thought. I mean, I had to do my research also. So I never played around with the word narcissist. I mean, I just, I just know mental health is real. You know, um, I do see people and this is no like hit on you, Tish, but I, I would sit around and see people and be like, Oh, you got bipolar. Oh, you a narcissist. Like, they'll just, like, throw stuff out. And I'm like, dude, these are, like, real personality disorders. And you just calling people this. Even though they may display these type of behaviors, yeah, you definitely can't play around with it. But I never really, like, knew what a narcissist was. I I never knew. I would hear it. People would joke around with it. Um, When I did my research on it, um, the definition that you just read, I mean, the first thing that jumps out to me I see a little child. I'm hearing a little kid for some reason. I'm hearing they need attention. They need to feel entitled. They need, they have like this importance. Like I'm just, you know, why aren't you looking at me? And I'm just as important as the next person, even if they don't even warrant to be that important, or even if they don't warrant to have all of these accomplishments, they just feel like they're entitled to just get this praise everywhere that they go, everything that they do is just so important. I'm the best. You're not the best. Well, you know, I can hang out with you, but it's just not, you're just not that important or I'm just more important than you. Um, So reading that definition, just that inflated sense of importance is just something that jumps out to me Uh because when you have an inflated sense of importance, it kind of sounds selfish to me, like a sense of being selfish because you just feel like you're the only person that's important and everybody else exists, but they exist, they exist only in your world. You know, that's what I hear from that definition. Um, I definitely have dealt with people that have demonstrated these um, different characteristics or behaviors of a narcissist. Um, Just reading the definition and doing more research, um, just seeing that, you know, they just want this admiration. They just want to be uh-huh. admired all the time. Um, I've even seen it go as far as like they lack empathy for others. Um, and then also, it also talks about people that want this type of importance. 
they actually are very fragile, very vulnerable, and they actually don't take criticism well. So that's why they always have to have the best car, the best shoes, the best this, the best that, because they never want you to be like, what kind of car are you driving? What kind of shoes are Oh, you getting fat. They can't take stuff like that. So they have to have this just sense of entitlement. And I've dealt with people with the, with that type of behavior. You know, at first, like I said, I didn't know what narcissists mean. I didn't I didn't know what that meant. So I'm thinking this person is just feel good about themselves. They they walk it, they talk it, they look good, they got a nice car, nice shoes. I'm just uh-huh. like, okay, whatever, until this person started putting me down. Like the person started putting me down whenever I would say something, they were already they they were always offended by what I would say. So they'll be like, Oh yeah, look at me, look at this. And I might say something like, Well, I don't agree with what you're saying, or if I just disagree, it could be just a simple disagreement. And they're just like upset, like, What? You don't think my opinion is right? You know, they would just be so like, and I'm like, dude, other people can have opinions. Other people can be right. You're not the only smart one in this room, you know. So, like I said, I, di- I didn't know that this was a real personality disorder. And then I started seeing the insecurities in the person. They'll they'll talk about their childhood a little bit. Like, hey, well, you know, I was treated like this. I was treated like that. And you will see it come out. Like, you behind all that flashy, the silver and the gold and the cars and the shoes, you would see that little boy or that little girl inside of them crying out. You know, you could see it if you really pay attention to a person that's just disentitlement. I mean, some people might have supervisors like this, you know, or um, parents. I've even read about narcissistic parents and things like that. They just have this entitlement. I'm just always right. Don't say anything. But then if you really dig deep into their past or uh-huh. if, they tell, if they tell you just a little bit like, well, you know, my father didn't do this for me or my mother didn't do this. You have to pay attention to little things, especially with a narcissist, because they're very vulnerable and very fragile on the inside. So I definitely I, I've dealt with one. I mean, Tish, have you ever dealt with somebody that demonstrated? I've never dealt with a narcissist that has been diagnosed as one. But these characteristics and behaviors, yes, I've definitely dealt with that. How about you? You know, I like uh, I I said in the beginning, I kind of was making it like, man, you know, I'm sensing some narcissistic tendencies, but um, I've never been around anybody who was truly full of themselves. Like I might say somebody is full of themselves, like, you know, you're about to go out and somebody thinks that they just are the, the finest man or the finest woman in the room. And I'm just like, okay, you know, you can have confidence, but you know. So you've yeah. never been around a person that just no, completely, not... I'm talking about day and night. It's about them. It's about what they no. say. It's about how they move. And if you disagree with them, you're wrong. They're always hey, right. You've hey, never dealt I, with that? Oh, oh <laughs> that, that sort of behavior, what you just said, it, you know, if it's, yes, yes. Now, <laughs> what's so bad is about before starting this conversation with you, I was like, you know, contemplating you know, if I had ever been around somebody who demonstrated a yes, um, have they been diagnosed? No. And, and, you know, they, there's a little, there's other things that I feel like it borderlines other mental health issues that, you know, somebody does have been diagnosed with, um, that I'm, that I'm relating this to this information or, you know, when you ask me that question, who I'm relating 
those right. sort of tendencies too, because they have other things like they they're you know clinically depressed and right. had you know so um, separation anxiety things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but actual you know tying it in to just having narcissistic personality disorder. No, I don't think anybody right. I've ever been around has these these uh you know I'm always right all the time and I know a lot of people who are always right or think themselves always right but they can let it go and yeah. I feel like a true narcissist can't let it go like I've dealt you're, you gotta you gotta accept that oh you're goodness. wrong so that we can move forward in life yes you know um, and I'm like <laughs> no, I've never a been around anybody like that a person that has those that type of behavior or has that in them, they're not going to ever admit that they were wrong. Like you're always wrong for thinking that they were wrong. Like right? it's, oh my it's God. so crazy. That... Like I've dealt with somebody like that, like where you guys will disagree or you'll call him out on his bull and then he'll still, he'll get mad at you and say, you called me out on my bull. See, this is why. And now he's starting a whole new argument over we weren't even talking about that so now yeah. you just want to argue <laughs> yes. so you can be right about something like they just have they're not going to admit that they're wrong they're not going to say sorry um, I know with doing the research on this topic scientists don't know where it come from it could be no. genetic it can be environmental this is not something I mean they're still researching it. they're still trying to figure out and like you just said earlier this these people can have more than just one. You can have narcissistic behavior and you can also be bipolar. You can be just depressed. I mean, you can right. have all type of things mixed in one. But I just know with this just inflated sense of importance, I have dealt with somebody like that. And, and disregard for other people's feelings. I think that's one yeah. of the, the yeah. bigger... And and to they don't be honest care. with you, that was the thing that let me know that you know this this is deep. Like that, cause, yeah. Because there are people out there who you could be the rightest person in the world. Um, I and I and I hate to say this because again, I don't like to attribute this, but you know there there was a very famous public figure that I would say that these tendencies remind me of like <laughs> when I was researching it I was like wow like yeah they're not right they're not ever wrong you know yep. they can't be wrong they're the greatest <laughs> who ever lived you know I was like whoa that sounds like somebody dramatically familiar yeah not saying no names <clears throat> but y'all probably can guess because I, yeah. I pretty much know who you're talking about but Yeah. So those, but like it's it's legit and it's impossible to bring that person to reality. Yeah. Which you know, yeah. That to me, it was like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you. So you said you've never dealt with someone like that. That well, maybe they showed a little bit of it, but just tell me if you had a friend, family member, somebody that was close to you, how would you deal? I'm gonna say somebody you live with. How would you deal with a person that displayed this type of behavior? Okay. Oof. I, I, mm. We could only take each other in spurts. Because, <laughs> because, like, my personality and myself, like, I can admit that I'm wrong and I can just not care. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, if a person 
has these these sort of things. Like they want me to admit that I'm wrong, you know. But if I'm not wrong, I'm let it go because I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. Right. But we can't do that with a narcissist. A narcissist needs you to bend. They need you to bend mm-hmm. and admit it. And the conversation is not going anywhere. Right. And those like I'd have to take you in spurts because I know that you're not you can't help it. Right. right. So I love you. I love you. But me right. personally, I have my own troubles that I just can't deal with that mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Yeah. I mean, like like my disorders and your disorders don't go hand in hand. <laughs> and right. in order to protect my own mental peace. I'm going to have to, you know, move around because we just can't, I, I, I feel like in anybody who can, who has the utmost patience to deal with that, I commend them because mm-hmm. that is hard. And it, and to me, it takes a strong mental individual yeah. to be able to handle that because me personally, I, I don't, I'm not that strong mentally. Right. Like I couldn't handle it right. for a long period of time. It, it's, it's a short-lived thing. Like, I can go, you know, a couple of hours or maybe even give myself a day or two. But Mm-mm. to live with her, no, we couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, like I told you earlier, I actually dealt with one. And at first, because as humans, we have ego and a lot of us are stubborn. So if you meet a narcissist that feel like he's always right and you know darn well that you're right, you're going to try to go back and forth with this person, but not knowing that this person just has a damn a problem. Like he's not even, or she's not trying to reason with you or rational, rationalize anything. They're just trying to be right. And they're, and they're dead as wrong. So I was the type of person that would go back and forth. No, it's not this, it's not that. And we both just yelling at each other. So after a while, because I am the type of person, cause I am in my right mind, And I know how to step back and be like, hey, let me look at this from another angle and another perspective. I'll sit back and I would just start seeing the person argue with themselves. They would just sit there arguing with themselves. They write about everything. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay. And then as I started to do more research and started to become more of an observer of what was around me, I would start Mm -hmm. calling that narcissist out on his thing. I would be like, hey. You know you're acting like this. You're acting like X, Y, and Z. When we first came together or we met up today, you were not acting like this. So I started to call him out on his behavior. So like when he would start to to say different things or try to disagree with me for nothing or for just crazy stuff, I would just say, there you go. You're disagreeing. You're not rationalizing. You're not reasoning. You're not thinking right. And then he'll kind of sit back and he'll get quiet. He like, Dad, she she recognizing. It was like a form of manipulation almost. If you if you get what I'm saying, it was like a form of manipulation. So mm. how I dealt with that one, I had to first check my ego because having an ego and dealing with somebody that has a mental health or mental disorder, it's not gonna work because both of y'all just gonna be kicking a dead horse, as they would say. So after you do that, you get over your ego. After the ego trip, because both of y'all on some ego trip, but the narcissist don't know how to get rid of that ego trip. So after you step back and you just observe what's going on, 
then you'll start calling that person out. And that's what I would do. I would call the person out on their bull. Um, pretty much this type of behavior was the same every day. So it didn't change. So I kind of always knew when this person would kind of start acting up, you know. And that's why I said like a little kid at the beginning. They'll start acting up, having their little temper tantrums. They want to be, they have this entitlement. They want to be admired all day long, you know. And then I will start calling it out. And then they'll just kind of sit back and be like, damn, Lydia, I can't manipulate Lydia. I can't manipulate her into believing that I'm this and this and that because she's catching my drift. So how I would deal with a person like that, I would recognize the behavior. If it was somebody that I loved and I was dealing with, I would suggest some type of psychotherapy, some talk therapy, just so we can get under whatever is going on or whatever's going on within this person. You know, that's how I would deal with it. If it's just a friend, I would do the same thing. If you're a friend of mine, I'm going to say, hey, you know, you ever thought about psychotherapy? Um, or I would just kind of just comfort them and say, hey, I don't know if you know that this type of behavior that you're you're betraying is becoming a is becoming a cycle. Every time that you come over here, we always argue about the same thing. Um, you don't seem like you're happy most of the time. You know, we kind of like just bring things up to their because you don't ever want to attack somebody and say, why are you acting like this? Or why are you doing this? You know, you, do, you never want to attack the person. So I would just kind of be like, hey, you have you noticed? that whenever we talk about this, you get really upset. Is something going on? I would try to understand. But if the person is just like, nothing's wrong with me, I don't care, whatever, I mean, I would have to let the person go. Like, I can't, I can't deal with a person that can't even recognize that every time I come around Lydia, we're always arguing about something. Or every time I come around Lydia, uh, I'm never happy or I'm depressed all the time. You know, if they can't recognize that they have, like, these flaws or this cycle that they go through, I, I really can't, I mean, you can't help somebody that don't want to help themselves. So that's how I would deal with a narcissist. Yeah, but we definitely on the same page. So don't, don't think I'm not with you. Cause I'm, I'm, we're here on this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, ain't, it ain't no fighting back and forth with people that, um, I, I try not to label individuals. Like I said, I don't personally know anyone that's a narcissist or has been diagnosed with it. So I just only know the behavior. But I just know what they're saying, say, pick your battles. And I'm going to say that to everyone that is dealing with people that display different behaviors that they don't agree with. You have to learn how to pick your battles and you have to learn how to get certain resources to assist you with different things. And actually speaking on that, uh, my listeners that are listeners, there's always help out here for the family members. And there is always help out here for uh, people that may be dealing with some things inside of themselves and they just don't understand why, or they want to just kind of reach out to somebody. As I was mm -hmm. talking earlier uh, with like psychotherapy and talk therapy and not just the individual is normally bothered by this certain type of behavior. We have the loved ones. We can't forget about the family members that deal with um, these actions or behaviors or just don't know how to talk to people or they don't know how to approach a person that may be going through something. This is just everyday life. So there is a website 
Um, it will be www.nami.org. So NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. This is basically a group in every state. So it doesn't matter what state you're in. You can reach out to that website. You can put your state in. It'll give you a number. You can just put in NAMI, N-A-M-I. You can put that near your state, your city, and you'll find the closest one. Basically, this is an organization that will give you resources if you have a loved one that you feel is maybe displaying certain behavior and you just need assistance on how to deal with that person, how to talk to that person without having a hectic home. Also, if you feel like you're experiencing certain things within yourself, this organization will also help you with finding the proper resources, maybe some groups, um, some meetings that you can go to, people that are experiencing the same emotions or feelings or just thoughts that you're experiencing, you can be surrounded around people that can actually help you or relate or, like I said, just get that type of help and those resources that you need. So definitely the website, again, I would say reach out. They always have like different articles. They have educational classes on there. They have just, just a, it's a really nice website for people that are dealing with just different things in life. So just check it out. Um, again, www.nami.org, or you could just type in N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, I as in Indigo, and you could just put it near your location, and it'll pop up all around you. So I thank you guys again tonight for listening. This is a very touchy subject. I um, definitely learned a lot. <laughs> Tish, I definitely don't. I can't believe that you never dealt with people with this type of, you know, there's a lot of people out here. So I was surprised to see that, you know, you haven't dealt with a full-blown narcissist, I guess, or a person that display full-blown actions or behaviors of this type of um, disorder. So I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Like I said, this is no judgment to anyone. If you are out there dealing with anything, we definitely respect you. We, this is no disrespect to anyone. We are not doctors. We're not here to diagnose anyone or recommend. We just, we're just discussing. We just all, this is a safe space for everything, everyone. So send us an email. You can DM us if you have any comments, concerns, if you just want to tell us hi. We definitely want to give a shout out to one of our listeners that left us a really wonderful message. Um, she had a message that talked about diversity and her thoughts. She actually commented and said that uh, we do all agree that and we and she said that she likes the diversity but some people will rather be around people that look like them and that if you guys go back and listen to our old episodes a few weeks back we were talking about racism and things like that right so yeah so shout out to the listener i thank you guys for your support um i'm just thankful to see that people are interested in what we have to say so dm us send us an email our email is notyouraverageshow50 at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM, follow us on Instagram at notyouraverageshow underscore. And until next time, we thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye. Bye.